0: Welcome to the universal sisterhood podcast we're hoping to create a place where women can delve deeper lift their gaze higher live freer laugh louder smile brighter and be the authentic woman she was designed to be every human heart is created to be known loved and understood so this is the place where women can share their stories welcome to episode 57 in today's episode i chat with Anne garlia she is the a wife and mother And she's a mother who's experienced what many mothers of teenagers experience, and that is rebellious teenagers. By the time her son was 16, he'd gotten in with the wrong crowd. He was addicted to drinking and drugs, and he was involved in gang violence. Um, At one point, her son was hiding out of fear for his life. He hid for eight weeks in his bedroom. Um, And it was right there that he had a profound encounter with Jesus that changed the trajectory of his life. It is a remarkable story. I've listened to it and I encourage you all to listen to it. I will leave a link to it in the show notes. Um, But behind the door, on the other side of that door, was the quiet, steady prayers of a mother. A mother who had every reason to despair and become hopeless, surrendered her son to jesus she she put him over to jesus she put, implored him she put him at the feet of the cross and said i can't do it anymore he's your son you have to do it um and i think that surrendering that humility and that handing over is paramount you cannot underestimate the power of a praying mother's influence over her child's life. Um, she takes her child before the throne of grace and presents it, that child to Jesus, pleading with Jesus to, to pour out his blessings upon them. Um, it is so powerful. You, to, to not do that, to not pray for and with your children, I think is is negligent. It's, it's something that we have the power to be able to reach for those graces and those blessings. And to not do that is, is such a loss for your child. Um, you cannot underestimate the power of a mother's prayer. Um, the, the prayer that that mother makes could be the, the tender hand that holds back her son from the power of temptation or it could be the restraint that your daughter needs from indulging in sin. Um, it, it, it could be the thing that balances that soul on the, on the side of right. It, we, we, we do not know the power of our prayers and Anne's story, Father Rob's story, is one that shows the power of a mother's prayer. And I am going to leave it here with Abraham Lincoln who has been quoted as saying, I remember my mother's prayers and they have always followed me. They have clung to me my entire life. And I want you to know that you have power in your prayers. So don't give up praying. Anne's story is one of of absolute hope and our prayers are answered. Hopefully we see these prayers answered this side of heaven. But regardless, your prayers will be answered. You may not see it, you may not hear it, you may not know it. But I assure you, when you get to heaven, you will see the power of your prayers. All the way from Malta, and her name is Anne Galea. Could you, I know you can say it in a much better tone than I can. So introduce yourself and let us know <laughs> something about you.
1: I'm Angalia. Galia. I am Gosh. Father Robert's mother. <laughs> there you go. Um, I am mother of three children. Robert, my eldest, Rachel and Joseph. Oh, Beautiful. Um, well, I came to Jesus when I was around 29 years old, and I cried that I didn't know him before, <laughs> that he didn't come in my life before. Did you, were, you, were you raised Catholic? I was, I, I was, and very, very well. We went to Mass every Sunday, um, but he met, I met him intimately when I was around 29, 30 after I had my third child, um, okay. that's when, when, he really touched me.
0: Can you explain h- how he touched you, or is that too personal?
1: Actually, um, I I had my third child. I was broke, and my children, my friends were going to this prayer group, and it was, <laughs> and it was the only thing I could do at the time that was free. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had stopped working and I went there. To be honest, I stayed at the door because I was dumbfounded. But I knew that I, I had to keep on going and, 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 and then I knew I had met God. I knew that that, that special thing and I, that this was 30 odd years ago and I still, I'm still, you know, going every week and being very faithful to it. I can't live without it, actually. How beautiful.
0: So uh, you can't underestimate good, faithful friendships, can you? I know they have become such a part of my identity. My, 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 the, the way I get through my week, I need those people in my life. It's, it's, it's
1: paramount. We, we weren't meant to do it alone, were we? No, no. In fact, not even Jesus did it alone. We need a form of community. We need to talk to God about someone. We need to talk about our feelings, about what's worrying us. And yes, let's pray together. And yes, let's fast together if necessary. You know, we need this in our lives. Just,
0: just on your prayer group, is it? Do you go through? Is it a Bible study, or do you
1: do uh, um, road prayers? What do you do? When when we go. What touched me, actually, when I went was the singing. Um, oh, we just, yeah. just, just, actually, my sister, nine months pregnant on a guitar. And there was this other girl, a mummy as well, her child was on her lap playing the guitar. And it was the singing. I, I just loved it. It just touched my heart. And straight away, I started crying straight away. The music, yeah. you know, I, I felt God's presence, Holy Spirit's presence. It was, it wasn't talking as such. But then later on, you start listening, you start hearing and you start learning, but slowly. I mean, it wasn't the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Just, just being present there. How beautiful. A feeling of connection. Yes, yes. Although I didn't understand it because, as I told you, I, I, I used to stay in the doorway holding my child, my baby, <laughs> because mm-hmm. I didn't understand at the beginning. Yeah. It was too much for me. Uh-huh, huh
0: but you, left, you, you, you allowed uh, a tiny crack in that door to be opened and it's amazing how the Holy Spirit can flood that space
1: and, and, and widen it. Yes. yes, although I didn't understand it and I could have easily judged them, mm. you know, very easily judged them, I somehow felt there was something and I wanted to give it a chance. Um, you. And, he, and the Lord was really faithful because I could have, in fact, nobody even asked me to go to the, this prayer group. It's because nobody asked me that I wanted to go in a sense. <laughs> they, they did ask me, my friends, but like my, my sister never asked me because she didn't think I'd like it. Mm-hmm. So you your pride, so- your
0: pride, he uses everything.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. And, and yet he still called me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's he gorgeous. uses everything. It's beautiful. Um, so, can you? My list of podcasts aren't that um, they're a lot older. So, Father Rob probably doesn't play a big role in their their lives. But I, so they don't know his story. So, I would love it if you could tell us his story and your story. Because when I listened to his story, I, I thought it was such a beautiful story of redemption. But what I loved most about the story was the fact that there was a mother who prayed for her children, which was for me the most um, affirming part of the story because I deal, I speak with a lot of women who feel that um, their children have given up the faith and they have prayed day and night and they just think that their prayers aren't being heard. And when I heard Father Rob's story, my first and most um, profound expression of gratitude was for you, actually, Anne, who never gave up on him. So could you um, talk a little bit about your story, Father Rob's story, to my listeners?
1: Yes, yes, yes. Um, Robert was a very sweet boy, in fact. He was a very... um, he was quite an obedient boy, very strong willed. Um, and I was young, my, my husband and I were very young, and I thought that I had to be a good mother, was to be very strict. Well, that's how I was brought up. If I told you no, it's no. If I told you yes, it's yes, you know, and my mm-hmm. husband was even stricter. So I think slowly, mm-hmm. in a way, if we're not careful, we can even build up a rebellion in our children, you know, without mm-hmm. even wanting to, to be kind, to be good. Um, so I started seeing this being very headstrong, which incidentally God really uses today, you know, this <laughs> is very focused. But I didn't understand it, so I used to be quite strict. Um, Later on, he, he started going out with friends, and he was very introvert and, and shy, and my husband was getting stricter. And I started seeing that this wasn't good, you know? I, I started seeing not liking, feeling bad. And then, slowly, he started getting more and more angry. By that time, I started praying. I didn't know how to pray. But I said, Lord, you know, I, I, I don't know how to pray. I, in fact, at the, at the time when he used to fight or my husband used to fight or, we, or whatever happened in the house, I, I just used to say, our Father who art in heaven, I didn't know how to pray. You know, mm-hmm. just say a simple prayer. As time grew on, he, he, he started, even the company he was keeping wasn't good. And then I knew, I knew, I said, Lord, forgive me, you know, forgive us, you know he's in bad company, you know, I started asking the Lord, you know, to forgive me for anything I did wrong in his life, or forgive me, you know, and, and forgive Paul. And I literally started surrendering um, Robert to Our Lady and to, to Jesus, you know, literally telling them that you are their, his parents. Um, it got to the stage where one night I literally went down on my knees in my son's bedroom and started crying and telling Jesus and Our Lady you know that I really 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 wanted to give him to them you know and um you know, to, I, to surrender him totally to her. And I, I really felt Our Lady's presence. And, and I told Our Lady quite cheekily in a way. Mm-hmm. I told her you know, I going to get up from the floor until, until you take him, you know, until I know that he's in your arms. And I, I cried and I cried till I literally, actually, I was so exhausted in praying that I fell asleep on the floor and I, I woke up on the floor. Mm -hmm. and then I went to bed and exhausted from from crying exhausted and I had a dream that night I had a dream of Robert with a collar and uh, a whole lot of youths a whole lot of youths and I didn't even understand it at the time I I I couldn't it didn't make sense you know how old was Robert at Uh, this stage at this stage, he was around 13. Mm-hmm. And he was... Um, and he was so, defiant and
0: and, and he was
1: totally, I mean, I mean the opposite. The opposite mm-hmm. of what the Lord was telling me. The opposite. Mm-hmm. In fact, the next day, um, he came home and he shaved his hair. <laughs> and, and he put an earring in his ear, which he must have pierced himself. And he put on a last brush so that i wouldn't see it what <laughs> i did and at the time i had a jeep and we were passing through the church i was driving through the church and i collected him and there was this bold child <laughs> and i started screaming at him <laughs> and they must have come out of the church thinking this woman has really lost it <laughs> Perhaps this is very Mediterranean. Perhaps in Australia, you're much, you're, you're, it's very no Latino. Customers. It's very,
0: yeah, we're very reserved here.
1: <laughs> so please it's don't either. take me as being, no, no, this it's is just, just part of your culture. You're not hot headed at all. <laughs> <laughs> and So, I mean, I took three long years of of these sort of things, you know, um, till it got very much worse, much worse Mm. into drugs and whatever, much worse. Mm. But then one day, and may I come back to it? The Lord showed me, in a way, through that dream, that each one of our children has a vocation not necessary to the priesthood, not necessary being a nun, but every person, when we are born, we have a vocation in our lives. We were born for him. We were born to serve him. Mm. He was showing me, and this is how I started understanding, that that is his vocation. That's what he was born to be. So I started believing that <laughs> I had to... That I was going to fight for him. That this is what God made him to be. And that, you know, nobody was going to snatch this away from him. In fact, I read a Bible um, reading from the the widow. The widow who kept on going to the king and and pestering the king and and pestering him. Till he had to give up. Mm. Till the, the king had to to give the, the, the widow what she wanted, the justice she wanted. And, I, and also I kept on getting the reading. What father would give a child, you know, a, a snake, snake yeah. you know? And I, I kept on getting these readings, I kept on getting these readings. So I knew that God wanted me to persevere, although I couldn't see it, although things were getting worse and horrible. I mean, I used to feel almost sick at times with, with fear. I, I kept on praying. And another thing I, I learned was that I m shouldn't and would not act out in fear. Mm. So if I panicked, I would not act out in fear. I would look at God. Mm. You know, I never told him I mean I I mean I may be Mediterranean, but I never told him, look, you're <laughs> going to mount up or anything. You know, I never talked like that. I never spoke negatively to him because i i knew that god had a plan for him and that he was a child of god and that he was a beautiful boy that you know so you mustn't i i felt i mustn't talk out of fear so can i I ask can i
0: ask were you always in loving loving and embracing and um welcoming to him when he was down and out and you know
1: drugs so
0: you always had your door was always open
1: yes yes Mm -hmm. no no always even i mean even as children when when i got angry and i did um there was always a hug after Mm -hmm. you know and and this always although in fact the children tell me that sometimes they were more upset when they saw me upset because i wouldn't I was, you know, I kept that loving because Jesus kept on telling me, mm. he kept on telling me, love them, love them, love them, don't get angry, love, love, mm. you know, mm. because they're hurt, yeah. hurt, you know. Yeah, it, oh, we think-
0: act, children, adults, we all act out because we are feeling, we're wanting in something, we're, we're hurting somewhere, That's that's why we act up, you know. I was looking, um, exactly. I'm, I'm a teacher and I was um, I was watching the kids today and I thought, oh, my, they teach you so much because we, children don't want to upset you. They only want to please you. Um, exactly. They, they act out because they're hurting or they feel, yes. you know, there's something there that makes them act out. So we have to embrace that even though it's, we get angry with it or we don't agree with it or... So you, you, you're such a beautiful example of, of um, humility because you can be really proud and, you know, I don't want you here, you're not doing what I'm saying, but you, you are loving, which is so
1: beautiful. So hard, but so beautiful. And, and in a way, uh, that, it took a long time to understand Coming myself from a very strict background it took a long time to to understand that I I wasn't being unkind and not being strict, in a sense, you know. It doesn't mean you, you don't give boundaries, because that is loving, giving boundaries is loving. But I was brought up in a totally different generation. So, I mean, I can't. Yeah. It takes a while, a while.
0: So, something that I heard Father Rob say was that he... He had to hide, is that right? He was, his life was in danger or he, yes. he was in a gang <laughs> or he wanted to get out of a gang or... I can't remember yes. whether... I, did I imagine that?
1: No, 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 it's true. Um, I didn't know what was happening at the time and, in fact, once I took him to hospital, he told me he hit his hand on the wall and the doctor told him, who did you hit with this hand? And I stuck up for him. I thought, him, no, I laughed. I said, no, he hit the wall. And, um, and I mean, that's how much I didn't understand. Mm. But he had actually punched someone and broken his, his wrist, his wrist. Knuckles. Yes, the, 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 I don't know. knuckles. But it's a certain way of breaking that, that they know the doctors, that it's from hitting someone. <laughs> I didn't even realize, I mean, Yes, and then I—he was at home. He started lock, lock himself up in his room. But I—I'm telling you, he was such a sweet boy, you know. So I was—I my heart broke for him, really broke. Um, then um, I remember I was in the kitchen. I, in fact, my my mother. There was a prayer group going on, and for grandchildren. And I didn't even bother to ask him because I knew who would probably send me flying. So I asked my daughter next to him, would you like to go? Granny has invited to a prayer group. And because I didn't ask him, he told me, I want to go. (laughs) There's that pride (laughs) again, he uses everything. Yes, you see, I think the the best thing is not to be asked, actually. (laughs) (laughs) And um, the same as me, I'm thinking after all these years.
0: Yeah, Um, exactly the same.
1: <laughs> um and um and he he was so touched, and in fact, then he later on he went to a, a week's ret- retreat uh, a weekend retreat, and he came back and he could not stop talking <laughs> I was so excited mm-hmm. that you know he had had an experience a, a god experience, and it was beautiful to see I'm telling you how beautiful it was, so what, what
0: what what happened after that?
1: Then he joined and uh, behind I mean he doesn't even know it probably but behind his back I contacted all the prayer groups trying to find out which prayer group you know would be the best for him <laughs> which mothers had <have> their children <laughs> I um and then I I I realized there was a prayer group that would be really good for him. And I asked the leader of the youth ministry to contact Robert or or some way. I don't think he knows it today, actually. (laughs) um, But then, you know, God coincidences started happening because then a friend of his went to that prayer group and took him with him. And God coincidences started happening one after the other, one after the other, you know, like God incidents. Coincidences happened to me after all.
0: Mm. You know? Yeah. I love that word, God incidences.
1: (laughs) God incidences, I call them, because years later you say, My goodness, you know, that was him, that was him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that's beautiful. So so what I so all along, even though Robert um he was not where you wanted him to be. Your heart was—you knew where God wanted him, and you were not going to let the world or Satan take that away from him. Is that—is that what
1: you would describe it Absol- as? Yes, absolutely. In fact, once I've been praying, I saw a picture of a hand, not a, a holding him in a sense, mm-hmm. but it was not in him; it was over him, mm-hmm. and I felt the Lord was showing me, "Take off that hand. I will take off that hand." And that's all it is. All it is is a hand over our children and we can pray and ask Jesus to take off that hand. Mm
0: -hmm. You know,
1: it's persevering. It may take two years, it may make 20, but he'll answer it. Because, again, they have their vocation. That's not who they were meant to be. Mm -hmm. They were never meant to be in anybody's hand but just so we have we as a mother have the right mm-hmm. the right to ask our leg, we have the right to pray for our children That's so beautiful and i've seen uh, it time and time again we mothers have power over in prayer because our love is so pure for our children and we have to keep our love pure in the sense um It cannot be um, a a love that you want, I don't know, you want him to stay in Malta, you uh, you want him to stay for your Mm. reasons. You have to let go, let go. Mm. Because sometimes even we can hold the children in bondage by not letting go, even Mm. if it doesn't suit us, even if we don't like.
0: Mm.
1: And that hand
0: over the child could be us. You know, it may not be some other... um,
1: horrible you know force it could be us yes yes and and I think I think the big turnaround in in my uh, my thoughts was when I really 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 let go you know because then I wasn't stopping him Mm. spiritually neither was my husband spiritually Mm. so he was free in that respect and then God healed him in his time, you know? I don't know if I'm making it clear because it's not no, something you we do with- No, you are. Uh, it's not something we do We do wickedly. We do it out of fear. We do it because yeah. we're the mummy, you know, and you want to protect them. But he's not ours. He was never, our children were never ours. Mm. They, were, they were given to us. And he trusts us because he knows we love them so much. We mothers, we love them so much, you know, but we we have to let them go or we will hold them on the jousers.
0: You're speaking directly to my heart (laughs) at this point. I have a few older children and, you know, things have just opened up in the last maybe two months. And I'm thinking, do I, do I, is it better for me to hold on to them, to keep them here under my roof or do I, do I trust our Lord enough that when they go out, they will make the right decisions? You know, yes. it's, 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 very it's in small things.
1: and big things. I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> because, mm-hmm. But you, you have to go with the mind that you are letting them go. But you can pray, Lord, if it's not the right decision. to Shut that door, firmly shut. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're going mm-hmm. to a flat, Lord, if it's not your will. Let that flat not be available, you know, mm. shut the doors mm. so that they will stay. If it is your will, if it is not your will, let them go. Open the mm. doors. Mm. And then there's a peace that comes with that. And because, then it becomes because you surrender it. Yeah. Uh, recently, in fact, recently I had a, a problem, um practical problem in a sense, but I didn't know what to do about it and I was really getting upset. And finally, I said, Lord, I've done everything I possibly can. I can't do more. And I honestly took a deep breath and felt peace because I couldn't do more. I mean, I did everything I, I should have done, could have done, you know, and, and I honestly let it go. And I know it's in his hands. Mm-hmm. And, and you may not
0: see the answer today or tomorrow or next year but there's a piece there whatever
1: I won't be angry because I know I there's a sense in me that knows I gave it to him and I tried my best there's nothing else I can do Mm. so you know that even if it doesn't turn up the next day as you wish he will turn it to the good
0: yeah
1: somehow What, what
0: Do you have anything to say to those mothers that feel that they have given everything to their children and their children have just given it all away, like their faith, I mean? Um, Yes. Do you have any advice for them uh, in terms of
1: never give up? or Absolutely, absolutely. You know what? Just, you know, surrender them. And you tell Jesus, Lord, you know, shut the doors that you want shut and open the doors you want open. He will shut the doors. He will open the doors. Not in our time, never in our timing, but He will. He doesn't belong to you. He belongs to Jesus. They don't, they belong to Him. I mean, it's not a joke saying that, look, you, I say it, you know, he belong. my children belong to God. Not to this world. So, that's my dog. <laughs> <laughs> What's your dog's name? <laughs> Frankie. Frankie. Um, so, no, no, I mean, no, don't give up. No, do, I mean, we, we believe in a God of miracles. We believe in a God that, that turns stones, you know. Hmm. I mean, this is what I believe in all my heart, and I've seen it in my three children. So, yeah. I, I and in my life, let alone theirs, in my life, <laughs> my mother really prayed for us too, you know. And we, we are four children and we're all in the Lord now. We took yeah. our time, but my mother always <laughs> said, Rosary, I mean, it, it goes on, it goes on, you know. Yeah, don't
0: That's give
1: right. Up, please, don't give up. no. I um, give every mummy that was listening and tell them and look into their eyes and tell them not not to give up. I would. I really would. Oh,
0: how beautiful. I can feel
1: it. I can see it in your eyes.
0: I want to just give <laughs> you a hug through the screen.
1: <laughs> no, because there's, oh, no there, there's no greater pain than mothers. There's no greater pain than a mother's. So mm-hmm. I understand. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry about my dog.
0: Don't worry about Frankie. You gotta show me him. Can you see it? Can I see it? The the you were talking about um uh your prayer group and, and calling out for help, you know, when you when you realized that I know before we started recording you said that you knew to start praying before he knew, before he knew that he was in the wrong company. Uh, yeah. can you talk a bit about that? That a mother, yeah. a mother's instincts and how she shouldn't uh, turn
1: them off. Yes, uh, and I—I I remember at this time I didn't understand much about prayer. I—I mm. I, I didn't understand anything. I was just looking up at God, literally looking at him, and not knowing where he was if he was hearing. But at the time, I started realizing, as a mother's instinct, you start seeing that you know. You start feeling his pain. You start seeing that this is not. You know, he's changing, he's hurting, and, you know, you want, you want to help him, but you can't. Mm-hmm. So I just started praying the how I knew, you know. I used to go to mass. I used to go to, to church and ju- just kneel down and cry, basically. Um, just look, look up at Jesus and, and just look at him. Then later on with this, he started, I started hearing. I started, pictures started coming, hearing, you know, and yeah. it's as though you get instructions, you, you start mm. sensing what you are meant to do mm. without even knowing what you're meant to do. You sense it and literally you, you surrender yourself and just start following. Yeah. If you make a mistake, you make a mistake. I've made many, but <laughs> somewhere along the line, something happened that was good, you know.
0: Yeah, I think the key there is that you show up. You just keep showing up. Yes, yes. You don't get discouraged and you don't become, as you said before, fearful.
1: You don't let fear take yes. over. I think the biggest harm we mothers do, well, I say for me, is acting out of fear. Mm. I, I do thank God that, that um, I learned that quite early. I think he even showed me listening to myself that's fear, you know, and i'm not gonna ever speak I'm not going to speak like that again, you know, um because we don't speak nicely when we speak out of fear, it's not God, it's mm. not Jesus mm. yeah, that's right, and we have to be clear that we speak from him, not from other things if how,
0: how, how do you do that is that? With with a clearly, you didn't have a deep relationship in the beginning, but you maybe it is
1: you were willing to listen. Would you say yes? I, I think a bit of wisdom. We have to use a bit of wisdom and self control. Mm-hmm. um I'm a very simple person, as you probably noticed. I'm. I mean, I'm not. But either it was the Holy Spirit or whatever. I, th- I think he gave me the wisdom, the understanding that if this, if I said this, this would not go well. Mm-hmm. You know, if I did this, this was not right. Mm-hmm. It was a sense of, uh, perhaps I got it from my parents, I don't know. Uh, um, but we do know what's right and wrong. And, and we do know if we say something wrong, we do know we said something wrong and we need to ask for forgiveness when we do that you know yeah. we have to if we hurt even unintentionally we need to ask for forgiveness you know and start again and the next day is a new day ask forgiveness from god or from from your children yes, yes. I, I i used to ask for forgiveness from my children too yes yeah. i used to say if i if i have i said oh i don't think i used to say things so much as probably just get nervous and I used mm. to just you know, kneel down and say, look, I'm sorry, I'm tired. No, I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. I, mm. I, I was scared mm. of this or, as they grow up. In fact, mm. Robert, when when he started, when he went to God and he could understand, I asked for forgiveness, you know, and I thought, oh, I'm really sorry for any part of it I had in, mm. in a hurt life, you know, and we hugged and and we forgave each other. I mm. mean, it's not a... We, you know, it's nice. It's nice because it, it makes us both freer. You know, it's it's humility, isn't it? You know, yes, yes. Because we, when because we're parents, doesn't mean we're always right. You know, no. it's not our fault. Because or totally our fault. Because you know, we we learn too. Yeah, but we still need to ask
0: for forgiveness. I think it's that that um, posture of humility that you display so beautifully. You've got me in tears. You know.
1: <laughs> oh, I cried so many times. <laughs> I cried so many times. But it's it's a beautiful journey, you know, and it gets you closer to God, and it gets you and your children. You know, they'll be saved because they're God's children. They're not yours. they not. They don't belong to anyone else but Him.
0: And and how is your heart now? Where you that you see Him? as a priest on the, in australia on the other side of the world with this
1: beautiful ministry well, i don't sometimes i look at him and i think is he really my son <laughs> <You know? laughs> um and then he comes home some every year or sometimes every couple of years and i hug him and he's really my son you know he's so beautiful and uh, when he comes home he, the peace the peace he gives you know, he comes home and, it, and it's God. It's God in the house, you know. he mm-hmm. say mass at home and God is so faithful. And, and then I believe. But when I see him there, you know, the other side of the world, sometimes... <laughs> have you been, you know, have you but,
0: come over here? Have you come to Australia?
1: I, I, I did come about three times. But my, as, you, as I told you, my husband is not well, so you yeah. we don't travel anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, And you know what? And I'm saying this with all humility, I'm saying this. He rewards us for our efforts. mm. Even to to be honest, I was it was desperate in desperation, but he rewards us for our trying, you know. Mm. Even if our motives are not correct at the beginning, they do end up being correct. Yeah. So even we are as we are meant to be because as i said before we all have a vocation we all have a reason so even we become whole he wants Uh, us mummies whole as well you know who we are meant to be as well i love how you call us
0: mummies (laughs)
1: it's so beautiful yes we're all we're all mummies you know we're all in the same boats and you know (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> all
0: we want is for our children
1: to uh, get to heaven. Well, <laughs> you know, we, we, not what we want, is them to, to, to be whole. Yeah. And we don't like to see them suffering, but we, we have to learn as well to trust God even in their suffering. Mm. You know, although we cry, we have to trust God in, us, in their suffering. Mm. And, you know, just support, be there when they need you. And this is in oh. health and spiritual health and everything.
0: Yeah. Oh, Anne, you've got me unstuck. I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I just oh. want to give you a hug.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <It's> so beautiful. <sighs> now, um, okay. that's why, I mean, I I not know when to shut up. No, 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 keep
0: going, keep talking.
1: That's why I really believe, and in all the mummies who are listening, you know you can't do it alone. You you need to belong to a group. You need to listen to these podcasts. You need to know that you are on the right track. The trouble is very often we get tired because we feel we're not on the right track. We feel we're, we're lost. When we're not, you are on the right track. The fact that you're listening to this podcast, you're on the right track. And you need to be affirmed because we're only human. We we're not made of, you know, so we need each other. We need yeah. to go to a, You need to listen to podcasts. You need. Yeah.
0: And, and as I've said many times on this podcast, if you don't have those women in your life, pray for them. Yes. And he. Yes. they will show up.
1: Yes, 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 yes. So many people who come to prayer group, that's what they say they were they didn't know they were praying for that even yeah and they said i don't know how i ended up here but i'm here you know yeah you know you, you need it pray pray god knows what you want you need we don't god only knows we don't know what we need
0: <laughs> but he does he knows us better than we know ourselves so just ask him yeah.
1: And you have a call on your life. So you are only praying for what God wants in your life. So he will give it to you.
0: Mm. Mm. Whether it is suffering, whether it well, is,
1: you know, whatever it is, you get. Whatever it is. And I'm not saying this. To deal with yeah. it. Yes. And because of the call your life, he will always... Even when you don't think you have it, he will give you the strength. Somehow, he'll give you the strength. He'll give you the grace, and and you know it's God because you will always have hope, mm. even in in suffering. Even if, God forbid your children or you know are suffering, but somehow there's hope, mm. and that's you know God, and that's that so hope true. gives that inner joy which is not. You can't believe it's possible, but you have, and, it's, and I'm not talking about a joy, although it can be, of singing and dancing. It is, a, it is a joy of knowing you are in his hands and that hope, which joy and hope, I think, you get. Mm. And you know I, it's from.
0: Uh, I saw, I, I was listening to a lady the other day whose son, I told you before, we started recording that he has Down syndrome and he had to have heart surgery and, he stopped breathing for, he was, you know, his heart stopped for 12 minutes. And anyway, I've been following her a lot on Instagram. And she said something so beautiful the other day that she said that suffering and joy go hand in hand. When there is true suffering, there is true joy. And it's, it's you can't explain it. It's, but it's true.
1: Yes. It's, it's so true. It is a sweet um the sweet suffering i call it so we shouldn't good, be
0: afraid of it
1: no 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 and you you know what i've learned um that we he doesn't waste a single tear i mean even tears that you had as a child you perhaps you had your own hurts as a child you know you had your own sufferings not not a single tear would have been wasted and I think that's so beautiful because it—it it, I i know it, you know, in the sense. And it comforts me. It comforts me that he doesn't look on my tears as nothing. He picks them up and he puts them to his heart, you know. Mm. And to our lady's heart. I'm trying to run away from my dog at the same I, time. I can <laughs> see I'm, <following> it.
0: <laughs> I'm going through your kitchen. I'm going through- <laughs>
1: I'm trying to hide from my doggie.
0: <laughs> Don't worry, it's all part of it. This is a very <laughs> relaxed podcast and women feel like they're sitting around the table with us having a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and we're just chatting. We're just talking it out. So let Frankie bark for all Frankie wants. <laughs> I like your oven, by the way.
1: <laughs> ah, thank you. Thank you. What you would like to say to the listeners before we finish up? Yes, what just came to mind is that he, he knows our, our characters. He knows that perhaps I get flustered quickly. Or he, know, he knows I don't, we don't have to be saints for him to listen to us. You know, we don't have to be perfect. Far from it. I think he's such a, a, a lovely father that the fact that we're looking at him He's so happy so i don't i think a lot of people feel ashamed as though they can't pray because they're not worthy enough mm. and and i just i feel i should say it actually it's it's not true that's a lie of the other one not not mm. of jesus because the fact that we call his name or even look at him makes us worthy mm. so, so please if anybody's listening and feel they're not worthy i don't know why But he came for us all, you know, so, so please, you know, the fact that you're just looking at him, you are so, so worthy. You're going to make me cry now.
0: (laughs) I've already (laughs) lost it.
1: (laughs) Anyway, That's the last thing I want to say. That is very
0: beautiful. And it's very fitting. Okay, Anne. So at the end of every podcast, I ask my guests something that brought them joy this week. So can you think of something
1: that has brought you joy this week? yes my doggy my 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 dog Um, frankie is it frankie frankie i love him to bits and you know he just i just get him and kiss him until he gets totally fed up and it brings me so much joy what kind of dog is he he's a french french bulldog oh and he's still he's nine months old so he's still very (laughs) tolerant of my kisses
0: Is he making up for that, Father? Oh, there, so cute! <laughs> One of my kids loves loves. Is it a pug? Do you call it a pug in Malta?
1: No, it's a French bulldog. French bulldog. Okay. So, is he going to uh, get huge? No, no, he won't get much bigger than that. Ah, oh, okay. But but he gives me a lot of joy. <laughs> ah, that's beautiful. Well, well, mine
0: is actually. I'm hosting a retreat in June, and I had a beautiful listener. Uh, emailed me the other day and tell me that she couldn't make the retreat but she wants to pay for somebody to go and I just thought there is that beautiful spirit of community and women you know wanting other women to share in that goodness I just it brought me so much joy it was I just thought gosh women are inherently good <laughs> people are yes. inherently good and yes. um, you see that when you're surrounded by. Um, you know suffering but um, also um, going out for you know going out on a limb for somebody else it's just when you see humanity picking each other up is it's just so inspiring so that brought me so much joy this week yes
1: yes yes and you learn from others you you learn from others goodnesses and it, it,
0: it, it affects Somebody It affects you. You want to be good yourself because you see yeah. the goodness of somebody else. Yes, yes. It's
1: catchy. It's catchy. Yeah. It's, that's why we should be with good people
0: yeah. and
1: choose who we're with <laughs> if we can.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And pray. Pray that your children make good friendships. I think that's – would you agree that that is
1: something that you wish you'd done more of or you, you would yes, recommend Yes. Friends? yes yes absolutely yes to pray that you close the doors that are not meant to be opened and open Mm. the doors that are meant to be open even in friendships in everything Mm. but yes we pray specifically for their friends yes yes absolutely but you know what on the other hand we can't be totally scared of our children making mistakes because they're not puppets they are Mm. going to have they're going to be fully grown humans, so they, ha- they need to have empathy and they need to know that life isn't, so it doesn't matter if they make mistakes, you know, mm. God will turn it around. You know, mm. they need to make, they will make their mistakes. So It's actually
0: from mistakes that you learn to be yes, a better yes, person yes. or, you know, you're yes. able to um, teach from experience.
1: Yes. Yes, I mean, if, 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 how do you want them to cry with someone else if they've never cried themselves? How do yeah. you want them to understand somebody that doesn't like what they've done if they've never done something they don't like, you know? Yeah. So we have to have a bit of patience and trust that even in their mistakes, it will turn to the good, you know? Yeah. This, this is what trusting oh. him is all about, you know? Yeah. And anyway. you're,
0: a, you're a font of wisdom <laughs> and i'm so <laughs> grateful so thank you so
1: much for joining us today on the podcast say a prayer together with for for, the, for these lovely women who are listening
0: i was going to ask you if you could lead us in prayer on our way out so that would be so oh. beautiful thank you Anne. and then with I the father am, son
1: and the father holy spirit i do thank you lord you know for the beautiful divine plans in all these women's lives, I thank you for the divine plan you have in their children's life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Always, I ask that, you know, keep the doors shut that are not meant to be opened and open wide doors that are meant to be opened. Let them be what they are, were brought, made to be what they were born to be, to serve you, to know you, to love you. And I ask that if any hand that is not meant to be on them is on the nut, in the name of Jesus, you release this hand. You take off the chains that are holding them down and you release them, Lord. Give them the joy of knowing you, Lord. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.
0: Oh, <laughs> thanks Anne. <laughs> that was so beautiful. I will, I will um, keep you and Paul in my prayers.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today. You, today. It was such a delight to speak with you.